Hey, Matt, let's tell our six listeners, or are we up to seven now? I'm not sure, about our new recording buddy, Riverside FM, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Yep, Riverside FM lets you record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a 1,000 miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. And it's as easy to use as that meeting app everyone usually uses for recording, but has much higher quality audio and video. And they have a mobile app, so guests can connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for the final girl of recording platforms for podcasts, webinars, and other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. That's S-H-I-P-I-T to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. And she she gives him a great kiss and he's all like, oh, and then she stabs him in the head uh, with not, both hands. To say not just, yeah, not just once. This is twice. With both hands. She just chunk right into the top of either side of his head. The podcast you are about to listen to is an account of the movies which befell a group of horror fans. In particular, Tara Garwood and her intrepid friend, Matt Lolich. Had they lived very, very long lives, they could not have expected, although they would have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as we are to see in those movies. For them, an idyllic summer movie became a nightmare, and they loved it. The movies that they watched were to lead to the creation of one of the most terrifying podcasts in the annals of American history. The Scary Movie Project. Hey peeps, this is The Scary Movie Project, the podcast where we talk about scary movies and offer you your first shot in an attempt to drug you and our spoilery spoilers. I'm Tara. What up? I'm the M A Double T, and um, you are. Yeah. Did you all know that? I mean, maybe you did, but Dream Girls can be a nightmare. When Cole stays up past his bedtime, he discovers that his hot, hot babysitter belongs to a satanic cult that will stop at nothing Ooh. to keep him quiet. In 2017's The Babysitter. Um. I watched this on Netflix. Is this a Netflix-produced film, by the way, or is this... I don't even know. I don't believe so. Okay. I think it was originally intended for theatrical release mm. and then ended up getting getting put to out to uh, DVD and streaming instead. Okay. Um, directed, but this was... By... I want to say before we get into it, this yes. was requested by our oh. listener, Sarah S. Yes. All right. So we have her to thank for us doing this. Thank you. Um, even though I would have probably made us do it at some point anyways. Okay. Well, um. directed by uh, <laughs> Mick G. This dude, G. Um, what is his name? That's just his, like, you know, um, nickname for um, – what has he done? He's, he's been known to do he, – uh, He's Terminator. Done, he did one of the Terminator movies, I think. He's done there? some Supernatural episodes. Okay. He's got um, a good resume, I believe. He did uh, – 
Yeah, he's done several different TV shows. I think he did Nikita, that mm. TV show. Okay. Um, so he's done a lot of TV and a few movies too. Okay. Um, but yeah, McG. That's what he goes by. McG. Uh, and yeah. uh, this was written by Dr- Brian Duffield. Um, hopefully I'm saying that right. And the screenplay was actually featured in the 2014 Blacklist, um, hmm. which f- for those of you who aren't familiar with it, is a list of like the the best unproduced screenplays that year. Um, I don't know exactly who puts it out, but it's like okay. a big Hollywood thing. And so here are her- a lot of films get picked up off the Blacklist. So he is. OK, so I looked him up quickly. I know he done some stuff. This is pretty interesting. He's done a couple. Oh, okay. He's done, he directed some Cypress Hill videos. Oh, McGee. He directed a couple corn videos. There he you did go. some videos for Smash Mouth, Everclear, Sugar Ray, and he did direct Terminator Salvation. So he's done some really cool music video stuff in some movies. So he's mm-hmm. done. He's he okay. Yeah, he's done corn, blind, um, Cypress Hill. Throw your set in the. If you guys know the music I'm talking about, I hope you do. <laughs> He did the fastball song, The Way, Can't Get Enough of You, Baby, Smash Mouth. Okay, okay. Um, what did I say also? He's in here. Uh, Cypress Hill Still Smoking. Okay. Offspring, a couple of music. Okay, I'm not going to go on and on. But yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. He's done some really He's cool stuff. He's done a lot. Okay, cool. And I yeah. think you're right. I think he he did get his start in music videos. And, and that's what it is. A lot of these folks do. TV and, and film. And it's a, it's a great way to do it. It really is. Yep. So shall we dive in? Yes, please. Yes. We open on a young boy screaming. He's in the school nurse's office and he's about to get a shot. And Come on, man. Just take the, the shot, man. What's the problem? Yeah, <laughs> the school nurse is fantastic. It's like his one scene, but he's yeah. a, a great cameo. That's really good. Um, and then we see the young boy in the gym and a jock comes in and just yells, pussy, <laughs> and just walks away. That was pretty great. So, yeah. So, there you go. Um, that is our introduction uh, to Cole. Cole. A 12-year-old boy. What up, C? Um, right. <laughs> he, uh, he, then he's talking to his friend Melanie outside school, and her dad picks her up in this oh, fancy sports okay. car. So, the dad is amazing. So I'm, The dad I'm, is fantastic. I'm a car guy, and I feel terrible because I should know. I think it's an old Chevelle or a Camaro. I can't remember what he's driving. But that is hilarious. That dad is so hilarious. Oh my god! Doesn't your mom want you taking the moment, bus? A few moments too. Does your mom want you taking the bus? Well, yeah, you probably go take the bus then. All right. So yeah, yeah. So so Melanie offers Cole a ride home, and that's what the dad says. Oh, doesn't your dad expect you to take the bus? And he's like, well, yeah. It's like you should take the bus then. Whoa! And it turns out that they live literally right across yes. the street from each other. Well, that's because Melanie's got a little crush on Cole. So um, well, there's yeah. That's a. And, and then he just kind of does the burnout and he spins the tires and they take off. <laughs> and they hilarious. take off and they're like uh, out there. Uh, dad is great. So Cole walks home and on his way home, he gets hassled by some bullies. Um, and B shows up, played by Samara Weaving. Yeah, B. Um, she is a hot older girl. She gets there and she stands up for Cole with the bullies. Do and we then find she, out actually how old she is? She in in, in high school still, or is she like? In I don't 20s? know. I don't know if she's a senior or if she's like early really, college. Yeah, I, I they, they don't really, really say. They, don't, yeah, they didn't, never said that. They okay. don't really say which what it is. She's, so, right, but she's, she's she's somewhere around eighteen to twenty. I was gonna say eighteen's a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So she stands up for him with the bullies, and then she tells him, "You got to punch him in the dick." <laughs> Um, which I love. Kick him in the dick. She's like, you got to punch him in the dick. Um, 
And she drives him the rest of the way home, and he clearly has a crush on her. Oh, yeah. Um, big crush. So we get home, and we meet Cole's mom, played what by 12, Leslie Bibb. What 12-year-old boy doesn't have a crush on some 17-year-old girl? I mean, come on. So, right? right, who's his babysitter. Yeah. She, we find right. out she's his babysitter. So, oh, yeah, What's her face? You said plays the, plays the mom, right? Uh, yeah, she's Leslie a- Bibb. She is in one of my favorite horror movies, horror comedy movies, okay. uh, Hell Baby. Oh, I've never seen it, but I know she's in a bunch of I will of stuff make us too. review that at some point. My husband and I watch it every year on Christmas Eve. All right. It's uh, our Christmas Eve movie. She okay, that's I that's I, I love everyone that has an interesting Christmas Eve movie. What <laughs> she is in some other stuff. I, I feel like a jerk for not being able to name it right now, but I've seen her in a good amount of <sighs> other she's done a lot of yeah, work. Yeah, she's in a bunch of stuff. She's she's a comedic actress and yeah. she's fantastic. She's good. She's um good. so she's in the crawl space. There's a ton of spiders. <laughs> Um, the spiders in the basement, by the way, oh, are man. Mexican red knee spiders. Yeah, no thanks. I don't need That's to That's the same species of tarantula that was used in Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. How could you live in your house if you knew that was living under your house? I couldn't. I mean, I... I, I can I, barely I really... deal with the, like, little, like, half-inch size spiders that spiders, we get in our house occasionally. I don't really have a problem. I've heard bad stories. I'm not terribly afraid of them, really, at all. Any Really? But if I knew those things were living under my house, I'm sorry. Look, no. I feel like things no. are crawling all over me just talking about See, them. All right, so I, let's move on. I do not let's do good on. with spiders. Let's move on. So sh- she has a little heart-to-heart with Cole. They have a little sweet talk um, about him. And she gets out, and she's, like, just covered in spider webs. <laughs> well, they have that moment where he's he's asking her about, like, if he's a pussy and yeah. she's like, do you know what that word means, son? Right, and he goes, right. well, yeah, it's, like, someone who's, you know, who's, like, who's scared of everything or whatever and she and then he's and then as he walks away he says i'm not a dummy mom i know no. that it means vagina <laughs> <laughs> she's like okay and then he walks away and she's like oh, she's like he said the word right. pussy right oh <laughs> man that was a great it. line that was a great scene that was a fantastic scene and then he goes and he practices driving with his dad played by ken marino who is another comedic actor? He's I in another one him. of my favorite one of my favorite TV shows, Veronica Mars. Okay, I, I am not familiar. I don't know that I've ever seen him, but okay. Oh, yeah. he's great. He's fantastic too. So he practices he, driving he plays, his dad, but he he's too afraid to actually well. drive. Cole is too afraid to actually drive, though. So his dad just does donuts instead. Now, can I please find out where that is? Where I, I want to live somewhere where there's like a giant like track. Where you can just go drive your <laughs> regular car on and do donuts. My husband said the exact same thing. He was can like, wouldn't I, it yes. be cool to have a place like that to learn to drive and like something. do donuts? I'd be going 40 miles an hour, throw it in neutral, hit the emergency brake, and just spin and just do drifting for like hours. But anyway. My dad made me do donuts in a Good. school parking lot when I was learning to drive. That's in awesome. In the winter. Like in the winter on ice, he made what me do donuts. What kind of car did he make you do it in? Um, what did What did he have then? I applaud your father for doing this. I can't remember. I can't. Well, anyway. it, was, it was a sedan of some sort. Listeners out there, I teach think. your kids to drive. Teach them how to do donuts. Yeah, he made me. He made me do Sorry, donuts, advice. and then he made me turn like turn out of them, like mm-hmm. so, like basically like doing the like skidding out and like. Oh, well, you're fixing learning it. how to drive. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, he made me do all that stuff. That's awesome. Well, um, fun. So that night. The dad, I love it. The dad and mom are like laying in bed, and the dad's binge watching Mad Men. Yes, Mad Men. And he tells Cole, "You can watch it when you're a little older. Right. It's it's a little dense for you, buddy." Yes. Yes. Um, 
Just another one of those little moments I love. And in the morning, Cole is messing with this, like, big kitchen knife that he's got stuck into his RC car, like, trying to fix something in it. And his dad takes the knife and he puts it in the dishwasher. So remember that for later. His dad don't puts put, the knife in the dishwasher. Don't put knives like that in a dishwasher either. You'll well, ruin we'll, it. Get, we'll get there. Well, I'm just saying, just when I'm watching it, like, a nice cutlery set like that, you don't put that stuff in a dishwasher. You're already like, no, I know, yes, I know. you hand wash these things. Yes, yes. And you don't even, like, want to wipe them with a, like, no. paper towel because that'll scratch them. Yeah. Very careful with that. So you have to be very, you have to be very good to your so knife So we've, we've already given you advice on how to drive and how to use um, kitchen knives. Yes, so. yes. This is Pay life attention. pro tips, guys. Yep. Like, just like on Reddit, life pro tips. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cole's parents are going away for the weekend, and B is coming over to stay to babysit. And they show this, like, montage of them having fun. So they're having a dance party. They're playing in the pool. They're talking about all sorts of geeky stuff while she makes dinner. I love this. He asked her what her intergalactic dream team okay. is. So um, that was a pretty cool um, scene. Okay, so can you remember what she said I, they were? I, of course, Kirk. Okay. Picard. Okay, Star Trek folks, right? Yeah. Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith from Independence from, yes, Day. Yes, love that. Ripley. Yeah, love that, of course. And for the win. Yes. A xenomorphic. Yes, I know. Her list is right now. So I, I don't really know much about Star Trek, but I know that who those guys are. But um, the rest of them. I mean, they're the group, two captains. Yeah, right, of course. So the I captain think that's fine. From, from the original series and the captain I, from The Next Generation. I am so down with Ripley and the alien. And of course. Um, Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith from, I mean, well, Independence Day, who doesn't love that movie? And I love that it's not an alien, it's a xenomorph egg, because he, sa- he tells her that if you got two, right. like, antagonistic characters, then they would just fight each other and ruin it. So she mm-hmm. gets the egg so that it doesn't, like, fight right. Ripley well, until we know what she's ready to egg. deal with it. She right. eats so. the egg. She, she takes the egg and makes it infect her so that she can be tough or something like that. Right. She had, like, some whole... Some whole thing that was going down. It was great. And then they watch a movie on the back of the house outside and act it out, which is awesome. I would have loved to do that oh. with my babysitters. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was pretty good. Yeah, they're like, and, and she, he does the line, what is it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this foot and I'm going to kick you right there in the side of your face and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> And they, like, play fight. It's really cool. It's oh, fun. They have um, a great time. And then B is teasing Cole about liking Melody. And um, then she decides it's time for him to go to bed because she's tired. So yeah. she tells him she'll give him a shot to that sweeten works. the deal. Right? She says, do you want a shot? I'll give you a shot. You know, like, make her, make him sleepy. Make, mm-hmm. make you sleep good. Sure. But when she steps out, she gives him one, and then when she steps out to get one for herself, because he says, well, we should, we should, you know, toast, do them together, he dumps his in a plant mm-hmm. <laughs> and pretends like he already drank it. Right. So because Cole and Melanie have made a plan that he's going to stay up to see what B does after he goes to bed, because Melanie is convinced that she has boys over and they all have orgies. That's right. That's what babysitters do. So he talks to Melanie on the phone about it. And then later that night, he's like staying awake and he hears the doorbell ring and he goes down to see what happens. So now we have Max, Allison, John, Sonia, Samuel, and B. And they're playing spin the bottle, sort of a spin the bottle slash truth or dare mix up, mash up there. So I'll tell you this in the original script. Um, Sonia was not the 
the dark one, she was the cheerleader. Okay. And Allison, who's the cheerleader in the movie, was a journalist for the school paper. Okay. John was called John the Baptist. Okay. And Max had dreadlocks. Okay. So the characters were later, like, they changed them up to be closer to stereotypes of victims in slasher movies. Okay. But, of course, they're not the victims. They're, they're, the, they're the bad guys, right? Yeah. We will find that out momentarily, guys. Yes, yes. But, spoiler alert, they're the bad guys. Spoiler. Right. Um, so, yeah. So that, that was different from the original script. And then while they're playing Spin the Bottle Truth or Dare, B gets dared to kiss everyone. Right. So she does a little show for each one. That's um, that was hilarious. That yeah, one guy, she screws with the guys and then the one, she she the makes out with hilarious. um he she makes so out funny. with Allison. Yes. Um and then she gets to Samuel, which is the dorky guy who they've invited who's not really friends with them. And he kind of freaks out. And she has to like talk him down, like it's okay, it's just you and me. Like pretend they're not even here. And she's really sweet about it. And she she gives him a great kiss, and he's all like, oh. And then she stabs him in the head uh, with not, both hands. To say not just yeah, not just once. This is twice. With both hands, she just chunk right into the top of either side of his head. Uh-huh. And she tells him, I love this line. She says, you're helping fulfill a great purpose. Know this. And he says, I don't want to fulfill a great purpose. <laughs> nope, sure don't. And then they all get out goblets and they like let the blood pour from his head into yeah, it's the goblets. Pretty violent. They, Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And so they're making deals with the devil to get what they want out of life. Mm-hmm. So B has this old huge book of the devil's verses um, I, what does she say? She says, she says, you know, God has a, God has oh, a Bible. Um, yeah, I know. I don't remember it though. I can't remember. Buddha has something says. else and the devil has verses. Yes. Um, so one of them says, all right, let's get started. And they, they're going to head upstairs. Let's get started then head upstairs and get the blood of the innocent. So Cole hears this because he's on the stairs. He he's like watching through up. the bars on the yeah. He he jumps up. He calls nine one one real quick, and then he he prepares himself by grabbing a pocket knife and sticking it in his pocket. Right. And he gets back in bed as he hears them coming. And you hear B say, "Do you have the needle?" And right. well, of course we know he's scared of needles from from the first scene when he had to get his shot. It's not gonna go well. So they stick it in his arm and they draw some blood and he's like they're like trying so hard to pretend he's still asleep. They miss the vein on the first try. Yes, I don't know how he would have been able to fake Ooh. this for that long, dude. That that was impressive. Ooh, well, man. he manages it. He pretends he to sleep through the whole thing. He does. And as soon as they leave, he pops out of bed. And starts tying bedclothes together to go out the window. I love it. Yeah, the old, the old-fashioned sneak-out way. But B shows up behind him. She's hiding in the room. Yeah. And he passes out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So he comes to with all the teenagers staring at him, and he, the first thing he can think of to say, um, Max has taken his shirt off and he's just in his pants. And so he says, "Why is he shirtless?" Right. And they're like, wait, really? That's your first like <laughs> question here? So they force feed him a cookie um, because B says he's got low blood sugar. Oh, right. That's right. why he passed out or whatever. Um, B interrogates him. 
and he tries to cut through the ropes around his wrist with his pocket knife, but they can <laughs> the see him in the mirror behind <laughs> him. Said, when that one day out shows, you know, I don't understand what's going on here because we can see you cutting through through the because yeah. the mirror is right there. <laughs> we can see you, and he keeps her. And she's like, "Yeah, oh, he, he's still doing oh, it. So it's cute. so he's cute. Still trying to cut Look through how the he rope. keeps right. trying." Oh my God. <laughs> so he blops well enough that they believe him that he didn't like figure anything out mm-hmm. and they're about to untie him but then the cops pull up outside sirens blaring you almost, almost forgotten about the police at this point you're like oh right he called the police yeah right yeah so they pull up they charge in and max throws a poker in one cop's eye fireplace poker goes right through dude's head yeah right oh, through man. and then the other cop shoots allison and like all hell breaks loose and everybody's fighting Shot me in my boob right yeah, you shot, you shot me in my boob. <laughs> now my boob's all deflated. Right. Nobody's going to oh, want to suck God. on my titties. <laughs> like, oh, great. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, the, the two cops get killed. Um, and oh, Allison no. comes too. And, yeah, she says, oh, my God, he shot me in the boob. What kind of guy shoots a girl in the boob? Let's, let's not forget how the cop that had the poker in his head, how they actually finally finished him off. Do you remember that? Oh, wait, how did they? Oh, man. So what's-his-face takes the poker in his head and twists it and basically rips his head apart. Right. Oh, it was yeah. so gross, and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was real. Yeah. the whole oh, That whole so scene nasty. of chaos is pretty oh, great. Oh, man, so gross. And then that one dude who comes to the party, he's hilarious when he says the line, when I guess they shoot the cop or something and his head explodes and the blood just goes all over him. And he goes, God... This is the second person to get blood. I got AIDS now. <laughs> yeah, I got AIDS now. I think that's John says that. I got AIDS now. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. So Cole gets free, and he runs upstairs. And John goes after him, but slips on his RC car oh, and falls, falls to his death, being and impaled through the neck by some sort of award. He lands on an, a glass award, and it goes right through his neck. That was I yeah. Mean, so far, the, the the violence and the gags are pretty top notch in this movie. I I, I, oh, I will the, say that the kills in this are great. Yeah, they were really good. So Cole gets out the window, and Max is like trying to pull him back in on the bed sheets, but he falls, so he gets out. Um, and oh, then that Max... looks like it hurt when he fell. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Max... twelve year old that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess they do bounce back quickly, but that's pretty bad yeah, um but he gets free um he chases into the uh yeah that guys mm-hmm. Words. max chases cole into the garage but cole hides and max runs out the other way and that's when cole finds samuel's body in there right the dead body then he finds his fat yes. dragon firecracker like yeah. rocket i love me some i am a fireworks junkie so if i had found that thing oh man i would have had so much it's fun with that huge it's, it's like awesome. it's like the size of a grown man's forearm yes and i want like, i it's want really it really big and i want to shoot that thing off but obviously that won't happen I'm Jennifer James. I'm Jill Stanley. We're psychics. We're sisters. We are the hosts of the Common Mystics podcast. If you enjoy creepy stories, road trips, haunted locations, history, and mysteries, then the Common Mystics podcast is for you. Check out our website at commonmystics.net. Find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to your favorite pods. 
So Cole goes to hide in the crawl space with all the spiders and he hides under a blanket. Better than getting killed. <sighs> and Sonia is like walking around outside and she sees the crawl skip crawl space and she goes in to look here for him. Here you are. She's, are. Are you in well, here she, or something like that? Are you here? Right. Are you here? Are you? Well, she almost finds him under the right. blanket, but she gets distracted by a spider. Yes. Because she likes it, the spider. And she's like, I think she even like tries to pet it with her finger. I think she might. And then Max calls her and she crawls out and she gets almost all the way out. But Cole sets the rocket off. It misses. misses. <laughs> yeah. But then he lands and it's still and it's still igniting. It's still the fuse. It's is still, still running. igniting. Yeah. And fuse so still going. I think he snaps a trap on her hand. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he, then she she lands on two uh, traps. Yeah. She lands on traps and he yeah. he crawls past her to get out. And then he traps her in there with the like cover closes, that goes over the crawl space. The grate back up, yeah. Yeah, the grate. And so the rocket goes off fully and it just blows <laughs> and, her up. And it blasts him like thirty feet back. It was great. Oh my god, yeah, that was, it was a great scene. Insane. And um And I love then later when he, the guy asked what happened to her, he's just like, oh, what well, did he, he say? Blasted, well, incinerated. <laughs> he he lays on the grass there and Max just walks up and he's just like slow clapping. Um and then yeah, he's like what did, what did you do to her? Blasted, incinerated. He's like he's so nonchalant. I, I blew her up. I blasted. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Max chases Cole, and while he's chasing Cole, actually Max does the chant. Um, he chants the horror music from the movie Friday the Thirteenth. I don't remember that. Okay. He does the like. Does he? That would make sense. Yeah. I can see that. I can see it. Okay. Um. So. He catches up to Cole, and Cole does a move B taught him. He drops down, yep, and then he kicks. <laughs> Drop like a bag of rocks, and then kicks yep, back fall, in the fall dick. over you. And he tells him, "You miss, you miss my dick." <laughs> yeah, you miss my dick. And he's, That's not even possible. <laughs> um, so then they hear splats, like coming from around the side of the house. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. it turns out the the main bully from ooh, the beginning it? of the movie. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's um egging cole's house you just stand there egging his house yep. so right. max makes cole go stand up for himself and um Doesn't cole does the thing where he says the i'm gonna take this foot and i'm gonna yep. put it in your face right there and there's nothing you can do to stop me and the bully's just kind of like okay and he tries to kick the bully and he totally like just thumps just him in the, the belly a little pathetic, bit like he barely like, misses him attempt like yeah it's 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 pretty comical oh yeah and the bully punches him real hard and then max yeah. max is trying to tell the bully what's going on and the bully gets and he's like no i'll help you i'll help you he's like i mean come on who else am i gonna who else am i gonna um <laughs> right. torture or whatever and he's like cole's like oh oh yeah and then he's like nah screw that like i'm not helping you and he just nope. gets out of there <laughs> um so max comes back out and he congratulates Cole on standing up for himself, but he's still going to kill him. And I love this line. He's Max. Uh, Cole is trying to convince him he doesn't have to. And he's like, yeah, I'm not like the others. I came here to kill people. Right. Yeah. It's pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah. He's like, basically, that's the whole reason I'm here. Mm -hmm. I don't care about making a deal with the devil. I'm just here yep. to kill people. I'm just here to kill some people. So Cole climbs up into his treehouse, and Max circles it. And then he climbs a rope up there. And he almost kills Cole, but the treehouse floor breaks, and Max ends up like falling through and getting hung by the rope. 
remember they mentioned the part where you know because he had eggs all over him and so his mm-hmm. hands got all eggy i guess was his word. hands are slippery and he wasn't really able to hold on maybe he could have grabbed that rope instead of getting hung by it and breaking his neck or whatever but I, yeah I, I think they were trying to insinuate that i think that his hands are all slippery so he couldn't yeah. like fix himself right. yeah right so then b comes out of the house with a shotgun oh yeah and cole runs into melanie's house across the street like we said and he tries to tell her, he tells her what happened and they hide around the corner as B think, comes to the door, like inside they, around the corner. They thought, you know, the, the house with the locks were going to auto lock them. And nope, nope. She just busts right in the door. Yeah, she just busts right in the door. She stalks them through the house and they just keep moving around corners ahead of her. Exactly. And then they end up hiding in the bathroom. And he tells Melanie to call the cops and he'll take care of this. And she kisses him. Yes. And it's like the cutest scene. <laughs> Well, I, I, and I love... Because he's all, like, flustered and, like, he's happy, but he's flustered. Yes. Um, and then, like, he gets on the other side of the door and she's like, what does she say? She says something oh, like... so, okay, that, that, that's my favorite part is... Okay. He says, wow, I really like that we kissed. And she goes, yeah, next time let's make out. Says, yeah, <laughs> next time let's make out. And he's like, uh, uh, okay. Like a, like a 12-year-old boy, I, I can attest to, you know, that was like, that is such a line or something that would just yeah. totally have next happened. Next time let's and, make oh, out. Hilarious. I love it. Love so it. Cole goes back home, but he doesn't like see B anywhere. He does find a very dead-looking Allison, though, and yes. the devil's book. So he gets the devil's book, he gets into the kitchen, and then Allison comes up behind him, grabs him, and she tries to kill him, but he punches her boob. Sure does. And she whines about it. Again. Again. And Cole remembers the knife in the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. So he goes to find it, but it's not there. And we see a little shot of his mom and dad in the hotel that they're staying in. And what, are, what is the, the mom, mom being like, why did you put, yeah, she's jerking the dad off under the covers <laughs> while she shot, reads a book. That shot is so great. It's from the head at the bottom of the bed facing the two of them. Yeah. And he's just watching TV. Is he watching TV or is he reading a book? She's reading matter. a book. And she's just sitting there jerking him off. It he's is enjoying He's enjoying getting jerked oh, off. She is, is reading hilarious. a book while she does it. Oh, my God. And then and she, she starts, tells him, like, hey, yes. you left the knife. You put the knife in the dishwasher. It doesn't go there. I put it back in the butcher block. <laughs> and so you see Allison oh get the knife out of the butcher block. Sure and does. Cole grabs a big old, like, lighter, like a... The, big, the long uh, kind. The tall um, fireplace yeah. lighter. What are they the called? The long kind of lighter. lighter. And um, so he's like trying to like ward her off with it. And then she gets shot in the head from behind. Okay. She just and it's blows B. her head off. That was yeah. amazing. B just she was blows like, Damn, her I, head off. I didn't think, she's like, I didn't think it was going to do that or something like that. She says <laughs> that she was never going to kill Cole, but he grabs the book and threatens to burn it. He sure does. But B tells Cole, you know, she didn't use him. She Whatever. chose him. Liar. And then he says, I'm not the first kid, am I? And she says, no. Mm-hmm. And she tells Cole that they can say the others attacked the two of them and it'll be you and me against the world. But Cole lights the book on fire and then he throws it past B and she goes after the book. So he runs out to Melanie's dad's car, yep. starts the car, <laughs> drives for no the first idea time what he's, doing, what he's doing and crashes it into his house in the room where B is. Goes like flying off like because he hits something else and it basically creates a ramp. And he just goes flying Yeah, and he just goes house. flying into the house. Love it. So he crawls out of the car, and B is trapped like half underneath it. 
Mm-hmm. And she asks him what his intergalactic dream team is. She says he never, you know, he yep. didn't tell her because That's she right. forgot to ask. And he tells her he would pick Admiral Adama. That's from Battlestar Galactica. Um, he's, okay. as you can hear, the Admiral. Uh, Data from Next Generation. Okay. Star Trek. Predator. Ooh. And then his last two are And Me and You. Uh. And she's all sad. And he right. says goodbye to her and then climbs out over the car. And Melanie sits on the street with Cole while the cops and the firefighters do their work. And the bullies show up to see what happened. And the two, like, the two, like, goon bullies think it's, it's really cool. Yeah. And, yeah, and the, and the main bully is like, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, man. Um, so Cole's parents get there and they say, what happened? And he says, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't need a babysitter anymore. Nope. And I learned after this that I don't know if you kept watching through the credits. There is a scene where B comes back, and I totally missed it. Um, no, I think I turned it off, too. Yeah, I didn't watch it. But so know that, guys. And don't usually, do what we did. Don't turn it off. Keep watching. I usually wa- there I'm, is a scene. I'm like one of the losers that usually like is like the guy like hangs out in the theater, too, sometimes to like watch the credits. Yep. And I totally just did not do it this yep. time. Yeah. There's, there is a B comes back moment. So it cost, so, it cost us. How about that? Yeah. Live and learn. So... I love this movie. Um, this is the third time I've seen it. Somehow, okay. every time I haven't managed to see the last I know, bit you, after God, the credits. I know, right? God. Um, somehow, I keep not kept not knowing that it was there and not watching oh, the credits. But, geez. but yeah, I love this movie. I think it's hilarious. I definitely recommend watching it. Um, there is a sequel. Yeah, um, I saw that, that is called I, the Babysitter Killer Queen. It's not that. as good. It's I, I didn't think it's so. fun. It's fine, but it's not as good as this movie. Okay, I wouldn't think so. That's um, fair. so what did you think, Matt? So I found it entertaining in some parts. I don't love it. Um, I probably no, I don't feel the movie I'll watch. Which again. is funny because just us talking about it, you laughed a lot. <laughs> I did. So there, there, there were there were definitely some scenes that I, I had forgotten about, like the jerking off parent scene. And some of the stuff I'd forgotten until we got into it that did make no, it was it was funny, um, but I feel like sometimes it just kind of was going nowhere. Um, I don't know, like there was satanic cult, but they didn't really explain a whole lot. Um, it was what, is it really trying to be funny and scary? Because it really wasn't scary. Um, I think See, it was and a- to me, I thought it was just trying to be funny, and that it okay. was a send up of all mm-hmm. those '80s movies. Yeah. Where they sort of flipped the I script just, and made the little teenage group the bad guys. And I feel like they got 75% of the way there, and they just couldn't finish the deal. Sometimes. Okay, I can see that, that it didn't quite get there for you. I found it funny. I, I like the sweet, you know, uh, Cole and the little girl across the street that he likes. That, you know, that I, I love that part of it. Um, B, to me, was she was whatever. There was nothing outstanding with her, I don't think. She was just blonde hot girl that you put in there for you know to play the part i didn't think that was right great. right i honestly didn't care for the um for the kids that at the house i thought they were all kind of crappy um i like the one guy okay. that talked about you know i got the blood i mean i got aids i mean that was you like john he was funny um, yeah yeah i mean it wasn't great it had some gimmicks to it that were funny and the the gags the violence the kills were outstanding love the violence yeah um oh I it mean, was so well done give it a watch it, it, it wasn't bad um, I didn't. I, I didn't love it. I, I mean, I found it. I found it somewhat entertaining, though. It was definitely had some some laughs to it, though. Yeah. I gotta admit, I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't love it because I yeah. really love it. <laughs> I didn't hate it though either. So. 
I love it so much. No, it was, um, a, good pick. No, it was a good pick. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I got to watch it. I, there was definitely some stuff that, you know, every, every movie you see, you're going to learn something. You're going to get something from. You're going to get a gag out of it. Yeah, and, but you're right. I mean, it's so. a pretty straightforward movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's a very simple setup. Yeah it's, yeah, it's very just like Maybe here's I what happens. More. Right. Maybe I wanted more um, from it or something. And it, it is not it is not the shining, okay? It's not No, nor would I It's not a it um is. but I mean it's not like It's just have fun. Look, let's just have some atmospheric so much. Yeah. It's let's not have some a, gags and let's just a, have fun. Oh, there's a mystery here. There's none of right. that. It's just right. straight off like let's just have some fun and do this. Yeah. No, and and I'm totally like, cool with that. And that was yeah, it's just let's goof around, let's have some, you know, murder gags and, you know, whatever. It's all good. So Okay, yeah. so did you have a crush in junior high school? Oh, I mean, of course. I that, mean a big why, one. Like who's your big crush? That's that's like I mean that that's that's what that's what I think I liked about the story. Um, cause it was, yeah, it was this kid with the with the girl across the street. I thought that was so cool. Like I, it, So who was it? Who was yours? Do you remember? <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm not going to name names. We have people listening. I don't want to, you know, Ooh. call anybody out here. Ooh. I, mean, I can say, I, I he can still say yes. knows her folks and he still has a crush. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I mean, the answer is yes. Um, I mean, what, what, what 12, 13 year old boy doesn't have that? I mean, come on. Right. I, so you know? I didn't That's have, what like, I, think. I didn't have the whole babysitter crush experience because my babysitters were all girls. Oh, so you're asking, so wait, 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 hold on. Have, are you asking me a babysitter crush or just a crush on some girl that lived? We, we, I'm now I'm confused. Either way. Oh no, no, never had a babysitter crush. Never had that. Never had that. Okay. No, no. no. I didn't okay, have babysitter crush because there was no sure. babysitters that that I, I sure had a crush on. What you were asking me? Okay. Um. But I did have a boy who was an actor who lived pretty far away from me. He lived. He lived down in Virginia with you. Okay. So, and I had a huge crush there, on Virginia. him and it turned out that he had a huge crush on me and uh, our parents like helped us, helped us date. Okay. <laughs> like they would take us to the That's movies hilarious. and then they would like go wander the mall while we watched a movie together. Like, okay. Definitely we had one went, kiss once. Definitely went to see, um, what was, oh, Nightmare, uh, no. What is the Tim Burton Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely did that with um a with the girl you had a crush on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Came yeah. Out. Yep. Dating when you're in like like sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade is you so really have no idea what and cute. You really have no idea what you're doing. You have no clue. <laughs> no clue whatsoever. Uh, you're not sure what's going on. You're just kind of doing stuff. I think but actually yeah. I think actually when I kissed this kid, I think I was in fourth or fifth grade. So awesome. a little younger than middle school, but awesome. I love it. Yep. That's hilarious. That was, but, that, yeah, that, he was that, my, he was another actor who I met through like through like acting coach classes. That's why I think that part of this movie was so great because I think that's relatable to like everybody, you know. Oh like, yeah, that that young love thing. Yeah. Like yeah, that's so All right. That and definitely so having a crush on an older like on a grown and, up. And it's so cool because I like the fact that you know to everybody else he's just this worthless nothing that people pick on. But to this girl, he's like her. He's like the hero, kind of. You know what I mean? In to a way. to Melanie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, she know? yeah. She totally is. He he he's he's gonna save the day. He's gonna you know hide her away and come save her when everything's over. So yeah, that mm-hmm. was funny. that was good. Yeah. 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 
Which, which normally I would be like, of course they like hide the girl away and she doesn't get to do anything. But right, then you right. have B as the contrast, who is uh, like, yeah, a little bit, right? The Who's big bad, which is the awesome. Big bad, the big bad. Right. And Allison and Sonya, who are sure. also big bads, like or exactly. littler bads than B, but still big bads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would have liked, yeah. I would have liked more in depth of the satanic cult. It was just, it was kind of just this generic. But maybe that was the point. They don't need to be specific about. I don't yeah, I think their their whole We're just a satanic cult and that's it. That's it. Yeah, I think to, what they were trying to do was that also that like these teenagers other than B, the teenagers didn't really know what No, they didn't know exactly what, what they were on. getting into. They sure. just knew I'm supposed to make a deal with the devil and get what I want. Yeah. Well when you're seventeen, you don't know what the hell you're doing anyway. So exactly. So if they were like eighteen or something. You, if I had been told that, I probably would have done gone and shown up at that house too. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would have been too scared. <laughs> oh, I would have done it. I was an idiot. So yeah. I feel like I would have been way too scared. I I would have been. been like the coal in this movie. <laughs> but you know, in the end he he saves the day in the end, right? So All right, go. so who would you be in the movie? We haven't done that in a long time. Damn. Would you be John? I got, I got AIDS. Now I got AIDS. I mean, you know, I, I loved him. I don't think I would have been him necessarily. Mm. I don't know if there was one character that I would have been. That's, ugh. Yeah, wow, I don't know I don't if know. I can place you in one. Yeah, I can't, I can't really, I can't relate myself to really any of those dudes, I don't think. I definitely was enough of a dork that I would have been the Cole. Okay. Well, you, you're, you're the hero, though, so. Yeah, I don't know if I would have been the hero, though. <laughs> I probably would have just been really now, scared. Now I, I love the uh, the girl's dad's car, but I don't I don't want to be the dad. I don't want to be him. No. <laughs> no but you could was, be Cole's dad. Okay, he seems like he's a nice father. Cole's dad's pretty cool. There you go. He seems like he's a nice guy. He has he has a good sense of humor. I can see that. He does. He was a nice okay. guy. Cool with him. Okay. Okay. We'll go with like that. We'll go with that. A good wholesome guy. <laughs> so let me see. Is there anything else we need to talk about about this movie? I, I, it's just I such mean, a simple movie. I'm not sure there's much else to say yeah. about it. I mean, you know what? I think at some point maybe I'll watch a sequel just because I've seen this. I might as well watch the sequel, right? Yeah, no, the sequel is no kind reason. of fun. It's not quite as good, right. but it's still kind of fun. Right. Um, but I definitely would say for for me, if you tend to agree with me on my movie reviews, guys, go see this movie. I love it. Um. If you tend to agree with Matt, eh, maybe watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Make your decisions. Do not let us influence what you do. But um, yes, you know what? Though we already gave you advice anyway on how to drive and how to handle uh, kitchen cutlery. So if if, if that's nothing true. else, we we gave you that. Life pro tips: Watch yeah, this movie. So, you know well, that's that's really what we're here for to make to make your life Let's better. Make your life better. Really, you know? um, yeah. we're here for you guys. We're here yeah. for you. Yeah. So next up is Dark Skies, another listener request. Okay. And. But isn't there something before that? Bef- well, no, not before that in this. Okay. No, that will have already happened. Oh, all right. <laughs> I have my dimes and dates. So next up, up is Dark Skies, um, a listener request, like I said. And don't forget, guys, you can subscribe, follow the podcast, rate and review us on iTunes, Google, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Audible, wherever you're listening. Um, just don't forget to rate and review so more people can find us. And us uh, send us your movie suggestions. We're doing listener suggestions, so send them to us. And send us your thoughts on the movies we've watched so far at thescarymovieproject at gmail.com. 
And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Scary Movie Project. See ya! With great power comes great responsibility. True. So true. The Scary Movie Project podcast is produced by Tara Garwood and Matt Lulich. Learn more at thescarymovieproject.com. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.